Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. From the team that brought you the award-winning show Retro Replay and the Emmy-nominated comedy series Con Man comes a new idea just crazy enough to be good. Introducing Couch Soup. I know, I know, you're probably wondering, what is Couch Soup? Well, Couch Soup is content for your hungry nerd soul. Daily articles from fans, not pundits. Weekly podcasts that contain a multiverse of opinions on all things pop culture. Exclusive videos and weekly live streams where we laugh, scream, and sometimes have technical difficulties. All created by folks like you, the gamers, the film nerds, the TV bingers, comic book lovers, bookworms, and pop culture enthusiasts, all in one giant bowl of beautiful, disgusting, soupy goodness at CouchSoup.com. Well, hello there. I really should come up with something different to say, but that's my catchphrase, so you just have to deal with it. I know it's not Star Wars. It's a, a very special episode of uh, Watching Now. We're going to talk about none other than Loki himself and his amazing season two. Uh, and we have a panel of fantastic people who I'm going to introduce right now. We have the awesome, the wonderful Erica. Hi. That was... <sighs> That was a little too preppy. Hi. No. Hot. Hello. All works. All beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have the awesome, fantastic Ian. Yo, 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 yo. And of course, we can go anywhere without. Shut up, Tom. Did not see that coming. Yes. <laughs> Whoa, that is wild. It's crazy that Lily singles me out and calls everyone else awesome. And then just like, <laughs> and it's just Tom. Fuck this guy. And then we've got Tom, who's the stray dog. We just can't, we just don't have the heart to give away. Um, yeah, I'm limping. Like, I just, I need to go be put down in all honesty. Oh. Like, I'm like, with all this bullying, I am, I'm struggling. Just, you just put me out of misery. Hey, like, Jesus. You are the get help of this episode. Oh, no, Perfect. we're far past getting help. What are you talking about? We love you here. Mm. Yeah, sure. It's it's me, Lily Kay. I've been around for a while now, so you've seen this face already, like, but I don't know how many times this year. But here I am again. Not enough times. Aww. Fuck off, Tom. Cool. <laughs> hey, yo. <yeah. laughs> Love you, Erica. Anyway. <laughs> We're here to talk about Loki. So, you know, let's stop bullying Tom, because it's not nice, I guess. Season two ended. Six episodes. Beautiful, wonderful. Let's hear your non-spoilery thoughts on uh, this season. And let's start with Tom. Overall, I liked it way more than season one. Well, actually, not way more. Like, the ending made it better than season one. Um, I was a little unsure in the middle, like episode three-ish, where I'm just like, eh, is this going anywhere? Um, or we just sort of, like, meandering about. But then it just sort of picked up again. I was like, 
damn, I really, really enjoyed this. Mm. It's not like my favorite. I like Moon Knight a bit more because I like Oscar Isaac a bit more. But I think it's one of the better things they've done in recent years. Okay. Fun, fun. I kind of agree with some of it. (laughs) Uh, Ian? I really enjoyed it. Like Tom, there was an episode or two in the middle where I was like, oh, I don't know how they're going to do this. I -hmm. don't know how they're going to finish it. But Mm -hmm. all in all, it's one of the better landings that that Disney Plus Marvel series has made. There's there's not been a lot which have ended where I felt, oh, that's that's a good ending. I, I mean, it's at least it's believable ending and it's not yeah. rushed or anything. It felt like it was an ending that was planned. It was a low-key series. Mostly it was a low-key series as well, not just every other character under the sun. So I'm pretty happy with this series. Yeah, I'm I think we are we're all kind of at the same point on on like episode three, or I think it for me it was more around four. So I was like, we have two episodes left. How are they supposed to do this? But mm-hmm. my biggest concern came from like uh the article that came out from Vanity saying that like the way that they were Marvel's doing TV shows was like was being produced without showrunners mm-hmm. and like all yeah. sorts of weird stuff. So I was constantly worried about Loki, but now I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. When I read the article, I was like, mm-hmm. uh, it makes sense. Oh, yeah. But it makes sense looking back at some of the TV shows. I'm not going to say all of them because. Secret Invasion. Uh, yeah. 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 That's the biggest one. That's the biggest one, to be fair. I loved Hawkeye, for example. I didn't have any problem uh, with that. It, Hawkeye I was just, fun. Hawkeye was so much fun. Uh, loved Wonder Vision as well. Uh, but yeah, every time they drop the ball with the endings, basically except for Secret Invasion, because they just dropped the ball there completely. <laughs> I'm so glad we didn't do the watching now on it, because I would have been just crying oh, throughout so the bad. whole thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, my thoughts are the exact same, basically. I love this a lot more than I uh, enjoyed season one, mostly because season one wasn't Loki's story. <laughs> it was literally a CLV TV show, and I it fucking hated that. story. Nah. No, let's be yeah. fair. Well, because all... Sylvie is a Loki, that's why it's a Loki story, but it's not Loki. Yeah, because we all came to see Tommy Luston and not someone else. Uh, so, you know. Well, you didn't come for Alligator Loki? No. Those no are I'm Lokis. sorry to say. Those I'm... are Lokis. Yeah, but we had a main Loki for like, what, 15 years at this point? Maybe I'm just... And then he yeah. and then he died. And this is a different Loki. Yeah, but you come on, shut up. You all came to see Tommy Dusto. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I just had an existential crisis because Thor came out in 2011. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're old and Marvel has been going for a long, long time, thankfully. 2008. Um, yeah. That so, was nine. Shut up, Tom. Shut up. Yeah. Just. <laughs> Shh. <Okay. laughs> But I loved it. I love season two. I am. I was very happy with it, even if I have problems with the ending. But we're gonna get to then. So let's get into the spoiler fun. The, let's highlight the things uh, that we loved or not really liked about this series, uh, because all are fair games, and it's okay to not enjoy. The entire thing uh as well as enjoying the entire thing so you know it's all fine uh, yeah. so let's yeah. hear it first from ian 
Let's talk about OB, guys. Wow! Great to see you again! It's yeah. the first thing that's on my list, because OB is so good. He's Perfect. so good. Or Roboros, or our Rob or Ross, is... Ouroboros. Yeah, our Rob or Ross. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's a really obscure uh, reference to, to Red Dwarf, which I'm not going to explain, but our Rob or Ross. He's so good. Kirhi Kwan is... He's, he's the just best. An, he's a national treasure. Mm-hmm. He's he's a worldly treasure at, mm-hmm. at this point. Every scene with OB in it is made sunshine and roses. I don't care what's going on in, in the scene. Everything could be going to shit. Because OB's there, he makes me feel like home. We're all going to die. Can you, can you help? No. No. <laughs> That's impossible. Thank <laughs> you. The, op- yeah. the absolute best, like the best addition to anything is Kiwi Kwan. That's it. Yeah. We could talk about Obi and how great he is for ages, but um, yeah. uh, let's let's move on to some not so good things. Go ahead. Sylvie. Mm-hmm. Sylvie. <laughs> Just because she's a character in the first series doesn't mean that she needs to be a character in the second series. She did almost nothing for the whole time. Yeah. Uh, we had we got a new newcomer in Brad Wolf, the big Brad Wolf, who is Tom's least favorite character in the world, uh, apart oh. from that guy from from Andor. Big Brad Wolf just wants to live in the world and like do his own shit. He's selfish. He'll do whatever it takes to get that that um, piece of the pie for himself. He wants to be a Hollywood actor. Sylvie's the same. She just wants to work in McDonald's. So she she's very selfish. She'll do whatever it takes to have her piece of pie. And she'll do, you know, like they, they're exactly the same character. There's so much power, parallels here. Yeah, and she'll gosh, kill whoever right. she wants to, to, to get what she wants as well. Just like Brad and that goddamn orange cube thing. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. That's a scary yeah. thing. I kind of want to look at Hmm. You kind of want to lick it. What, what? do you think it, it would taste like? It looks like jelly. Like a big it jelly does look cube. like jelly, yeah. It looks I like, do one like of those jelly. Like candies that's like crystallized on the outside, but you bite into it and then it's jelly. Oh, yes. yes. Like the one of those. Yes. This one makes that's what those people were the jelly. Like jelly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then that's double the jelly. Double fun. The ins- double the, True. the crunch. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. They really are like the same character. Oh, definitely. I, I look nothing against uh Sophia uh because oh, she's, she's great. She's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's it's just all like I CLB was like an ick for me in season one, as I mentioned. Like you know, they keep doing this with Marvel lately that they are just bringing in new characters with you know, a different title character like, you know, Hawkeye got Kate Bishop, the list could go on. And I was like, kind of expecting it with Loki as well. Avengers. Yeah. Uh, But like, the fact that she took over season one basically, and once again, completely sidelining Tom Hiddleston's Loki was very annoying to me, even if, you know, there were some 
very great things about it back then. But here I'm like, we even had like, we have group chat, we had to talk about this. I just, I think like the whole thing is her fault. And the fact that her reasoning is so fucking weak and so fucking selfish as well is just making me just mad at the character. So they didn't do any justice to her basically of of being like reasonable reasonable about the whole thing and um if there's a weakness to this entire thing that's that's going to be silly for me but it's just it, her argument is is just very very weak for me it's like okay so you want free will but everyone's gonna die so no one's gonna have free will because everyone is dead and i'm so glad loki said that as well i was like yes yeah yes <laughs> That's and so- we even <laughs> talked about it in our chat too because you're like like the army for her free will is stupid never stood the aspect it doesn't make total sense and i was like well it, it i like i understand sylvie's point of view where she's like you can't have free will and step out of line because it doesn't match the sacred timeline but that that creates such a moral dilemma that i can see from her side that i technically don't agree with because you technically do still have free will yet you don't at the same time because any way it's all going to be written like what he who remains said but to fight for free will just to have everybody die it's just, uh, it it doesn't make sense at all no. like nobody you know, knows that it's the sacred timeline no one's nope. gonna know no nope. so just let it happen yeah so that I, I think if they would have changed her argument to something else, it would have been much more valid. I don't know what it could have been, mind you. Yeah. Like I, I have no idea. But this whole free will thing, like as we mentioned it as well, it's like, okay, but like, you know, we only know the TVA and we only met the TVA because Loki wasn't supposed to escape from New York with the Tesseract. Mm-hmm. And and that's why, you know, that was something that shouldn't have happened. You know what the solution was to all of this? If you think about it, you don't need Sylvie at all, no. except for at the end of time. That is the only time we actually needed Sylvie. And we only it needed her to die. Exactly. And it was just, it wasn't beneficial to have her. It, she didn't progress any of those scenes forward. It kind of just stuck. Yeah. Um, the writers needed to do better. Yeah. I want to hear Tom's rebuttal about Sylvie. Yes, please. <laughs> he's the he's the one who's been like, no, I think she had a good character arc this season. So okay. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Tell okay. us, tell okay. us, Tom. I, okay. I'll put myself so... on mute till I till I hear. <laughs> like, I agree that the reasoning was a bit weak, and I can like Erica, I can see her perspective. But saying that like she's the same as Brad, and like saying like she hasn't grown at all, I think that's a bit disingenuous. Not disingenuous, but like doesn't reflect what's happened. Yes, she didn't get as much screen time and probably she didn't need to be in there, but she's gone from someone who was like, I must kill everyone because, you know, that's the only way to succeed. And then like her big turning point was like, I want to keep going. But then episode three was like, I'm going to kill Victor Tiley because I'm going to, because he can destroy everything. And then she had that realization, like she, her way of thinking at that point in time of just killing to try, try and make everything her way, how she wants it, of free will and everything. That's like, it started. And then she began to try and help more and try to be like, okay, I still have my own goals, but then I'm also slowly seeing the bigger picture. She didn't get there at the end of the season because I think she's probably they're probably going to use her elsewhere and be like, here's how she's growing even more. I think it was the start of her 
starting to realize what Loki was talking about at the end, where everyone he she was like, I want to save everyone with free will and we can die trying and all that sort of stuff. But I think she's getting to the point where we want her to be. But again, it probably wasn't necessary as much, but I still think she was growing. Okay, I can't that see that. Sense. It just sucks that it wasn't more apparent. Like, I still yeah. don't agree, but I do agree with the fact that there is eventually going to be some sort of arc for her. It just sucks it couldn't have happened. Been better. Yeah. Been better. Like, yeah, like, I can see that that's, I 100% agree with that as well. It's like, I wish they did more. If they were going to commit to it, just like, do it. Um, but I think it's just one of those things where Marvel sets something up in a and then in z they'll be like member now we're coming back to it so yeah i don't know I but I, 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 yeah i i would be surprised if she turns up again i, I yeah. don't think she'll be used again she'll just be working at mcdonald's in iowa i mean that's her does, whole that's her shtick. thing basically that <laughs> she she just you know wants to be noble and make mm. her own choices and didn't seem like that, you know, saving the world or whatever, just saving anyone is in there for her (laughs) at the end of the Mm -hmm. day. So I'm like, the only, like, the only positive thing I saw was when she decided not to kill Timely. And she only decided that because uh, she realized that she would be the same as Renslayer and everyone else was if she did mm-hmm. that. And that's it. And and that was the only like character growth moment. Like not even I was so mad even at the end, because obviously one of the main uh, things in, in the last episode, if, you know, if Loki kills Sylvie before she could kill he who remains, then it's all back to normal. And even then she's like, I'm not gonna give you my permission to kill me. How do I fucked up everything? But like, you know, you can't kill me. What are you talking about? And I'm like, good, you fucked up everything. Like, this is all your fault. Everyone is dying because mm. of you, Follow because it. you made that right. decision. And you're like, you're still like sitting on your high pedestal and being like, oh yeah, I did good. Everyone has free will. Delusion. For two seconds. Mm. And then they all die. Yeah, mm. and now everyone else has to pick up my mess, the shattered yeah. pieces. And instead, she just lets Loki sacrifice himself. And I'm like, ah, great. <laughs> it's great. Good old Sylvie. So good. Good old yeah. Sylvie. Good she old. really hates uh, herself, doesn't she? Yeah, I'm just glad, yeah. to be honest, on the positive note, I'm so glad they took out the self-incest fucking oh, love story. Uh, I, I know, Ian. Oh, no, Ian, you, don't, you, you thought it was self-love. I, I I don't remember this conversation. Tom. I mean, <laughs> technically, yeah. that's right. Uh, but fuck it, off! It's still gross. <laughs> Whoa! But it, it, all right, it, it had cute moments in the first season, but the, the second, I don't look at me like that. Like it's on a recording. <laughs> Mm. moments what are you talking about it was like leave them as friends or just you know like brother and sister because they are basically the same person yeah basically basically brother and sister yeah but if Mm. a female comes into a tv show or movie they have to be the love interest obviously Mm. loki had so much ego he loved himself and that was just the embodiment it's so true though it it is true but it's also it's also gross it, it's like, gross. Yeah, okay, it's gross. They were in the they were in TVA, not Alabama. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sweet home Alabama. Anyway, uh, that, was, <laughs> that, was, that, that was low hanging fruit. <laughs> uh, all right, let's let's hear uh, 
uh, Tom's view on this season, if Ian is all done with everything. Yeah, we'll, I'll, we'll move on. Uh, 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 okay, yeah, Tom, let's, let's um, hear from you. I really liked Loki and Mobius again. Like, that was, like, one of my favorite parts from season one. Yes. And they, like, their banter, especially in episode three, even though that was the point where I was like, where's it going? When they were walking through the fair, and then, like, they were just that back and forth, and like, this is nice. I, mm. I enjoyed mm. this a lot. Granted, a bit disappointed there was no love confession at the end, but, like, we can live with that. I also did, like, OB and Timely for that episode yes. four. When it was, like, so, like, they were like, oh, my God. Loved that so much. so good. And, and I desperately want them to be science bros again, but I don't yes. think that'll happen, but I, I want that so bad. Um, Obi can still go and find Timely, if you look at it that way, maybe. Please. Yeah, but then Timely, but then the TV handbook wasn't given to Timely anymore. I know, it's so, so sad. Gonna, they were besties. Be, they were besties for resties. And I also really, really liked the end in episode six where Loki met with He Who Remains again, and he was just like, <sighs> I know what you've been doing, you slily goose. And then they had the whole chat, and then Loki's like, "Ha It was so good. And like, oh yeah, I loved it so much. To be fair, yeah. I think uh, one of the greatest things uh, in season one was the end, the last episode with you know all that talk with he who remains. I just loved mm. the I whole concept of it, and it was so beautifully done. Uh, and here as well, it was one of my favorite scenes in the entire mm. episode because it's, it just works so well. I was like, oh, I'm so hooked on this. Like, and, please give me more. Series, entire series is like my, it was like, yeah. if I had to pick one thing, it'd be that. Because yeah. it's just so I agree. good. I agree. I agree. 100%. 100%. Yeah. All right. Yes, uh, Erica. Okay. So I have a few things. Um, okay. Real quick. I'll just throw out uh, one of the Easter eggs. <laughs> oh, yes. You um, so you, it? I want to yoke about it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Shut up. So, <laughs> um, so we were talking about uh, the trip to Chicago um, and they were talking about, they see, uh, you know, uh, the Norse gods and one of them is uh, Baldur the Brave. Yes. Um, for those of you who don't know, there was concept art to bring in Baldur the Brave. Don't know if it's still going to happen, but they want Daniel Craig to play Baldur the Brave. And so anytime- I love that. Sorry, there, yes. yes, there's an interview. <laughs> I don't remember who it is that he's talking to, um, but they ask Daniel Craig, they're like, so we understand, you know, your talks to play Baldur the Brave, and he's just kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that sly actor thing, like maybe. maybe. Um, maybe. So that might be something that happens, or it's a totally scrapped idea. We don't know. But that's a potential. I love little callbacks or things that just kind of like spark your memory about the classic Avengers. And I had a lot of fun when uh, Loki had finally like learned all of these things after a few centuries, uh, learning all of the the engineering and everything that needed to do. And so he just kind of rolls in, spitting facts, all of these things. And the first thing I thought about was I said this out loud. He's just starting to say all these things. And I'm like, like, oh, so when did you become an expert in thermonuclear astrophysics? And because that's a callback to the original Avengers, because to them, it feels like he just learned this stuff overnight, kind of yeah. like Tony did. Mm. And he just comes in with all his knowledge. I thought that was kind of a cute little mm. little memory that popped up. Usually when there's episodes, especially like the finale, when it comes to somebody having to do something over and over and over again, or try something continuously, it can really drag on and just kind of be like, okay, I'm going to, you know, like maybe 30 seconds and maybe it'll be over because it's just kind of redundant at this point. 
I was really proud of the production because I didn't feel that way at all. Every single time he time skipped, did something, learned something, it progressed the story further. And that really impressed me that I didn't want to skip through it to get to the good stuff. The good stuff happened every single time. Mm-hmm. Some shows do the whole episode of just uh, yes. die, repeat, mm-hmm. you know, Edge of Tomorrow well, shit. Well, if, yeah. if you want to bring oh, that example. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's, oh, that's no. No, 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 yeah, no. I, I love that film, but if you, if you want a worse example. <laughs> worse example. Yeah, go for a worse it, example before it really kills me, please. Uh, yeah. no, I, don't, I don't know if anyone's seen or heard of Haruhi Suzumiya. It's an anime. Nope. There's legit eight episodes where it's the exact same. But like one thing's different. Fucking sucked. If you want to watch something that's doing this fantastically and it's so underrated and I wish more people would watch it and know about it. It's called Predestination with Ethan Hawke. Fucking brilliant movie. Oh, I love Ethan Hawke. Uh, watch it. Please watch it. It's it's just everything in it is beautifully done. Predestination. Yeah. Yes. Let's go back to Loki. Erica. We've noticed through several, I think it's mostly been TV shows. I don't know so much about the movies if this has happened a ton. There's been a lot of just very quick fourth wall breaking. Very, very quick. There's been a couple, there was one in like WandaVision and a couple of the other shows. Um, so it's been a trend that's popping up is a lot of fourth wall breaking. And it happened several times, especially in this last episode. I was like, can you stop looking at the camera? I'm really scared. And so I'm, I still don't totally understand what it's gonna mean, or maybe it's just a subtle way to bring in Deadpool into the MCU. I don't know, but there's, it's, it's there for a reason. Actors don't just look into a camera. That's just not what they do. So I'm interested to see what's going to happen with all that fourth wall breaking. If it's going to come to a head and just be like, boom, this is what happens. I don't know, but I found it very disturbingly interesting that we got that several times in this last episode. I mean, you know who's going to come back in Deadpool? Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. That comes out next year. Yes. June 26th? Yes. Uh, no, July. July, July 26th, yeah. It's one of the J's. One of the J's. Uh, back. But Owen Wilson is coming back. Mobius. Mobius is back for Deadpool. Uh, and, and Miss Minutes, I think, I heard as well. I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, I, I'm, she, she was fun. creepy. Oh my gosh, I loved it. My husband hated it. (laughs) I absolutely hated it. 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 And I was just sitting there like, like she got that horrible evil grin as everyone's being crushed. I was just sitting there like, (laughs) this is cool. That part was was fine. (laughs) My problem was with the timely scene. I was like, oh, terrifying. What the the fuck is going on? Like, because it wasn't set up previously that she's so obsessed with, you know. Yeah, something was going on with her. I was like, what the f- mm. in the blur? No. Like she, she needed a tall glass of water. Yeah, in the face. That whole Miss Minutes and Renslayer storyline basically no, it went nowhere though. Yeah, that's like, what I was gonna say. I was like, okay, you're setting oh. up Renslayer to be this big part of he who remains life and and being this big part of this season, and then it just mm-hmm. both of them just basically disappear. Renslayer is not dead. We can all agree that Renslayer is not oh, dead. Yeah. Because oh, come yeah. back. there's no body there's no death that's how it works even in the yeah. mcu if there's a body there's probably no death because it's the mcu but mm-hmm. you know she's not dead anyway so yeah uh, we'll yeah. see we'll see in the future <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna say because i'm the salty one in this group all the time like that's just my job <laughs> that's how it was <laughs> the last of us 
Yeah. Other than bullying Tom, that's my other job. <laughs> it's like <laughs> if you're so an older sibling, it. it's fine. <laughs> it's that kind of bullying. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. We yeah. love you, Tom. No, you don't. No, shut up. And shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just it's right. infecting everyone else. What are you like, talking you start, about? It's not you say, true. You, you started the shut up thing, then Brandy did it, and Steph did it. Now Ian's doing it. Even Erica's Steph, doing it. Steph didn't do it once. Steph didn't do it once. He didn't? Steph yeah, did no. did not do it once. Ah, Sorry, no, no. he's not in the video. Nope. That's nope. true. Ah, okay, so Steph, yeah. Steph is your only friend. <laughs> anyway, anyway, <laughs> shut, shut up, Tom. I, I want to yeah. talk. <laughs> uh, all right. So, so Lily is back in the house. Uh, okay. I've been thinking about it a lot. Uh, because I even mentioned it that I can't decide that if I hate it or love it. Uh, I think it's it's the in between thing because I think what they did is just incredibly uh, cruel to Loki's character, um, especially since they hyper focused of the whole. I don't want to be alone. He finally found his friends. He finally found the people that he truly cares about and loves uh interviews uh, have been going out uh, of uh, the and that's that's my big pet peeve with the whole thing is uh, that one of the main goals is to reunite Loki with Thor never happened he is now sitting on a throne uh holding everything together uh and you know obviously he saved his friends he has the best character arc in any MCU history. Uh, I will never deny that. Fucking love the whole thing. I mean, I loved Loki since day one. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, he, he was my favorite part of Thor and going forward, I, I was excited for Avengers, not because Captain America or Iron Man or anyone, but because of Loki. Uh, I actually... Fun fact for all of you, uh, we actually made a short film about Loki after Avengers Aww. came out, and Tom Hiddleston saw it. Just putting it out there, uh, it's one of my greatest so prides. It's it's so good, but anyway, so I, I I always love Loki. I think what they did to his character and how they progressed him, especially after you know him dying in Endgame, I was very doubtful of of what was the point of bringing him back, basically, mm-hmm. because I I I already thought that was a beautiful ending for him because even in there he was selfless yeah. he wanted to protect his brother and that's why he did it so i was like mm-hmm. beautiful mm-hmm. for that loki and this loki this is the perfect perfect ending but at the same time i think it's just very cruel uh to do this to one of the most beloved uh, marvel characters and sure i read all the loki comics i have all of them here i know that they can still you know do justice uh, for him. But at the same time, I feel like that if they did, it would undermine this episode. But So I do kind of have a, not really, I wouldn't say it's a counter argument, I would say it's a continuation. Um, the first one is actually an Easter egg. So you mentioned, uh, you know, being a fan of Thor, you know, since the first one, 2011. Um, there was such a beautiful callback. So uh, for Loki's sacrifice, he's sitting there, a smile on his face. It says, uh, doing this for you, for all of us. Um, yeah, that's he says that in the first. Thing he says mm-hmm. to his dad as he's letting letting go for you, for all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I knew that rang a bell. And damn, that was that was, that was an amazing callback. That, that was perfection. We do know um, that Loki 
can duplicate himself. He's learning all of these cool new powers. He could time skip. He could do all these things. We do know he has a wonderful power of duplicating himself, which also was fun when Mobius talked to the one that he, the one in the middle, oh, thinking it was yeah. him, but it was the one on the other side. Episode two, yeah. That was great. A uh, wonderful misdirection. I think what he's going to do, the way that I predict that he's going to come back is, yes, he's alone right now. And he knew he was going to be alone making the choice that he did uh, to give everybody that free will, you know, turning everything to uh, uh, the tree. Oh, gosh, the name of the tree just escaped me. Idrisil? Idrisil? Yeah. Into the Norse uh, tree. Um but I think what they're going to do is I, it's probably going to be when we least expect it. Loki's just going to pop up somewhere in one of the future projects, but it's going to be because he learned how to more control his duplication to be able to go to any timeline, anything, because he is physically holding on to it. He's physically connected mm -hmm. to it. So we can just see him just sitting there, closing his eyes, concentrating, you know, going through, you know, one of the, one of the vines and he's popping up somewhere. And so he's never actually going to be alone, especially mentally, like physically, he's probably going to have to stay there forever and hold on to it unless something crazy happens because he's now the God of stories. That's his new official MCU title. But that's my theory is he's going to figure out how to better control his duplication to be more of a physical form instead of just a brief manifestation. So then he's never actually going to be alone. He's going to be able to visit Morbius and all of these other places to do what he needs to do for MCU stories. I think that's we'll what will we'll set up secret wars. That's what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. Because he'll go to each, each timeline and grab them. Yeah. Where is his throne? I, I, I had a read on this that it was in the remnants of Asgard. I didn't think it, it was the, the end of time. I thought it was the end of time because like when he opened it up the portal, you could see. Yeah, yeah, it is the end of see, time. He, he remains like Citadel. Well, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in I, the location I, where the rock of the end of time was because the throne he sits on it's the um, same as uh, it yeah he remains it's the same yeah, as yeah, he yeah. remains because it's that black tile with the golden trim of which his crown was gorgeous it's gorgeous yeah oh mm -hmm. my god it's a very good design so good um I, I felt but yeah, that, that's like that throne was more like the uh odin's throne though it, the the remnants of odin's throne because it, the asgard got kaput. could be oh yeah ragnarok it was yeah. ragnarok. i'll have to look and look at a comparison but that's at least what they were bringing it to visually was like the end of time rock was splitting away and here's what's left of yeah, yeah, yeah. remains mm. chair I, yeah i think that's and the then case. like and then oh, like the, the the leaves of the the tree were all the same color of like and like sort of whatever as the timelines were mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so instead of just like one big loop it's like oh. it's infinite yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm good good. <laughs> <laughs> no that's a good thought though because that's kind of who he is he finally got that God. throne as Asgard. That's, yeah, that's what I, 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 that would have made it more. Hey, and more if that's your headcanon, but if yeah. that doesn't seem like a like a terrible headcanon to me, yeah, I exactly. Lovely. I really yeah. dig the idea that um, you know, obviously we see Mobius uh, as Don, and if you read the comics, then you know that one of Thor's alter egos is Don, Donald. To be fair, uh, and I, I kind of hoped that they would do a little surprise. Mobius was a tour variant all along. Um, so, clarifying question. Yeah. So, Don Donald, that's not the same as Donald Blake. Well, is it the same as Donald Blake? It is. The doctor. 
he was a host to Thor. So basically, Dr. Donald Blake was a human host created by Odin to be the host for his son Thor during his exile on Earth. Yeah. Uh, Odin decided that it was time Thor learned humility after growing tired of Thor's insolent behavior on Asgard. So, you know, when they said the name Don, and that was Mobius' name, I was like, Donald? I think that would be wonderful. I think it slightly contradicts the first Thor movie, slightly. but. Why? Not enough because, ah, but uh, it's Donald, it's it's different timelines. That the, I hate that that explains everything. It's that, different that, timelines, but in the sacred is, timeline, it wasn't it. Is, Donald yeah, J. Blake, MD, is a physician and former boyfriend yeah. to Jane Foster. That's what so his former, former boyfriend, boyfriend, not coworker. Yeah, because she had the and, name tag for him and just slapped it on his chest. And we were like, ah, oh, Blake. Yeah, but you're right. It, multiple timelines doesn't matter. All I can think of is Donald Duck, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you shut up, Ian. About. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I kind of wish because I hate how they abandoned the whole Bucky and Steve storyline because it was one of the most important yeah. things for me. Uh, and they kind of just went at the end of Endgame. Oh, yeah. Even though Steve did everything for Bucky and to get Bucky back, uh, now he's fucking off to see fucking Peggy. Sure, it makes sense. And leaving his best friend alone. Yeah, it makes so much sense. Fuck you all. Hated it. And now but they kind of did the same thing with Thor and Loki because their relationship, their sibling relationship was so important and it, it needed more, 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 I, more, more. I want to see think Uncle that Loki. Oh, go ahead. I want to see Uncle Loki. Big Uncle Loki, you know. That's true. Uncle Loki. Uncle Loki. I wish they wouldn't have said that the whole point is they are working towards is, you know, Loki reuniting with Thor. Because it didn't happen. Because I think it doesn't affect me that much because I don't remember hearing that. It was yeah, a Twitter effect. as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm pretty much off Twitter at this point. I've moved on to other places, but I think that was my thing is I didn't know about that. Therefore, I don't, I wasn't disappointed about it, but I totally understand why people are because that is like it could still happen, but it was indicated that was going to happen in the show, apparently. Yeah. Um, but and it would have made sense. Yeah. It would have. So that's um, that's my only thing. Anyway, yeah. Uh, if we're living in a world of variants, I it was very weird that we didn't see any of Thor's uh, variants because it would have been a nice thing instead of like storylines like Renslayer and sorry. the fucking Miss Minutes. Anyway, <laughs> I sorry for that huge reaction. I remembered something that I wanted to bring up. You know what would have been so cool. Um, mm-hmm. is Loki's walking out, you know, on the platform and he's he's up there, you know, doing his powers. How cool would that have been is every time that wave hit him, we would see one of his variants kind of like all coming together and doing it together because the whole thing was like, you know, we're better together. I thought that would have been such a cool visual, especially because we saw the original Loki kind of doing the same thing. That would have been such a cool visual just to like briefly see this flash of every single variant of Loki that we've seen doing the same move and using their great. powers together. It would have been great. Except Sylvie would never have done it. No, so, never. No, because she wouldn't, wouldn't have been there. No. We're we're not talking about yeah, she wouldn't be there. <laughs> yeah. But I, I thought about that. I thought that would have been a really cool visual. Fair, fair, fair. I thought that I thought that was gonna happen because I thought I saw Kid Loki for a second. I'm That's like, no, I'm... no. It... Because yeah. it looked a bit weird on his face when he was transforming. I was like, are we gonna yeah. see all of the variants? Like I thought it was just like he was just regressing backwards and then it was got, like kind of like bounced through in front, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I wasn't yeah. feeling when I thought about that, but yeah. 
It was a random <laughs> thought that I had a huge reaction to remembering. <laughs> so, uh, just before we move on, uh, just a quick two things. Uh, the very first episode of season one was uh, titled Glorious Purpose, and the last episode is titled Glorious Purpose as well. Uh, and uh, it both involves the same scene where Mobius and Loki had talked. So it was uh, their first meeting and their last goodbye as well. Beautiful, done. Love that. You know anyway. what a better title of the last episode would have been? Mm. Glorious Burden. Nah, it would have spoiled I the whole thing. Been, I mm. think that would have been such a cool title, but you are totally right. It would have spoiled it, but that would have been a great title. Mm. Next time, in, in, in another timeline. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, let's uh, move on. And uh, let's. That was the second thing. Yeah, the Mobius and, and Loki. Uh, okay. That was the two yeah. things. Um, so what the future holds for, you know, uh, with this ending and with this whole season, what do we think about the future after Loki season two? Uh, let's start with Erica. Uh, yeah, so, uh, I have a question for everybody. Is the time stone green now because of Loki? Yeah, I saw that theory. It's like yeah, but they, it was oh, it was I created. I was going to be the only one with it. <laughs> no, sorry, babes. <laughs> I, I saw that like an I hour felt, No, I felt so cool. I was just sitting there. You were cool. Wait, 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 wait. Let's do it again. Let's okay, do it again. Yeah, say it again. Say yeah. it again. Reset. Reset. Yeah. Reset. 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 Guys, do you think that the time stone was great because of Loki? What? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Jesus what? Christ! You are I'm a genius. You are an absolute genius. You are like so smart. You are so validating for people to understand. Oh, you're the best. Thank you. I don't know what we are even doing here. I don't know either. We're done. This should just be your. This is just your show. Like, yeah. Why? just I'm the host now. Bye, everyone. Bye. I hate and love you all at the same time. Well done, well done. Uh, <laughs> all right, so what, what do you think about the future, dear Erica? Besides um, the time stone being green. Besides the time stone being green. So as for the future of the MCU, I kind of talked a little bit already about, you know, Loki being able to, you know, use his abilities. Its interconnectedness will be interesting. We did um, get a brief callback to Ant-Man about Earth-616, which I'm pretty sure i there's been a whole thing that kevin feige's not like told us exactly which earth you know are six plus six is it did he come out it is six plus six yeah okay so in the episode they called it six one six a a yeah because because like that's right mc six one six six one six a and then peter b park from spider versus six one six b and i think comics are i think comics are then the six one six Okay. But interesting, yeah. I think in across the Spider Verse, uh, Miguel says that on Earth nine 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 something. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that was brought up too. So I was like, well, which Earth is mm, our I, Earth? You know. Um, I think they're just confused and they don't talk to each other as yeah. in like the production people. But I kind of talked about that already, and that's kind of how I feel. It's all going to be interconnected because uh, Tom, I think you brought it up already too. Like that's a perfect way to start Secret Wars, is having this yeah. Loki duplication going out, getting everything ready, going to all these places. It's a perfect way to tie it in. But as for like connectivity, other than that, I'm not, I I don't know personally 
So I'm interested to hear everybody else's thoughts because I have a personal issue with how non-connected everything is. And some people love that. And I'm on, I'm on the side of like, I kind of miss all of the, you know. But it's I also not more. true. It is connected. Sorry. Mm. I don't it agree is, with you. Me, <laughs> no, it is connected. I just wish it was more. But it was even more, more in the in the first phase or phase two even. That's so because like... it really that really ignited things for me. Um was yeah, it wasn't like fully connected there either. But they I don't did know. all I the feel... same small things, like including Hokai and Thor or uh Coulson, think... Agent Coulson, who's the best still, just saying oh my gosh, uh, yes. uh being there I in think... every that that was the only connectivity. And sometimes, yeah. you know, like the Tesseract showing the characters up or whatever. would connect with each other a it's bit. It's the same more here as well. as well. So it's it's um, I'm sorry, but it's a weak argument. No, 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 that's and fine. whenever no, no. I see it, I'm totally like fine. I I think part of the reason why I feel that way too is because there's a lot more content now. And they're going to slow down and it's already and i'm very, so happy they're going to do that because good. yeah quality Same. over quantity marvel please for the love of all the gods they're going back next it's, year they're only going to get a uh, echo and uh deadpool oh, that's and that's really it good. but yeah i mean i know i'm on the you know minority side of like i wish things were more interconnected and i'm very much in the minority uh with that um please don't eat me lily um, anyway, <laughs> I won't. Um, I would never. Yeah, so you. I'm curious as to what people think, uh, how this is going to go in the future, because I'm totally not sure about oh, how it's all going to work. Let's hear from you then. Yeah. Who's next? You. Oh, me. Do I have to say shut up, Tom, for you to understand what? that it's you? I didn't. I didn't hear you say <laughs> we're my name. We're talking to God Ian. <laughs> yeah. <I'm sorry. laughs> Good home. Go Good off, home. Tom. Good. Okay, bye. I know it's like the end point is Secret Wars basically mm-hmm. in Kang Dynasty. And I can see like, you know, Loki being everyone to bring everything together. Um, because he's basically now taken over he he remains a spot in a way, pretty much worth with what Erica said, pretty much with Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, I will agree with her though. Phases four and five have felt a bit more disconnected, even if they actually aren't, because there's been so much and a lot of things have been set up and not expected. Exactly the mass up. amount of content is drowning it, it out. This, like we talked about earlier with Eternals, like they set that thing up, but because there's so many other movies coming out, like it, they take forever to get to certain points. I totally, because Tom is saying exactly what I'm feeling, and I, I get but, you. Because, like in phase one, though, it was, I think the difference is it was just one movie, one movie, one movie. It was five movies in a row, big team up, and it didn't feel so overwhelming that the little connections, they felt like, oh, this is an important thing because we don't. We have to wait like another two years to see it pay off, but there's nothing else in between. And then when you have so much and they do the same strategy, it just feels different. And it might, it, people come across it, oh, they're not connecting enough or they're connecting too much. And that's where I think Erica sort of also feels like it's in the weird spot. I've also felt that, but that could also be like my burnout as well for a little bit of it. No shutting up for you, Tom. You like that's, but I I've had such a hard time trying to explain it, and you did it perfectly. Yeah, that was like three weeks of me trying to fucking think of how to explain. Seriously, it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly okay. what it feels like. But that's very much just like my opinion. Like I could be completely dead wrong as well, because I think Lily's just like I'm going to come across the ocean and pummel your face in until you say sorry. She's not gonna let me come <laughs> visit her anymore. <laughs> No, I'm very, ch- I'm very chill. I'm very chill. I don't know what you're talking about, but it's yeah, still not that, true. Anyway, yeah, that, that, sniper, <laughs> that sniper at my window the other week was kind of, it was a bit weird. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ian? I, I really don't agree with you guys. I get no, the really burnout. <laughs> I, I get it's the okay. burnout. I do get the burnout, but I, I every Marvel, apart from the Avengers, uh, the main installments of the Avengers, every Marvel TV show and movie has had 10% uh, of, of connectivity uh, at, at most, really. Um, Sure. We've had people complain about too much connectivity in in the with Mark, uh, with Wonder Vision and not understanding where Wonder is at, uh, before Doctor Strange, and we see it had loads of people saying it's not connected enough because we got to the point of Endgame where everything eventually connected and it all treed up into like a pyramid of, mm. of, of one point of convergence, mm. and I think we're going to get into the one point of convergence yeah. again. Mm. Um, we're in a rebuilding stage of of the next phase. We've just had Loki, and Loki has just paved the way for all of the Kangs to to, to come in the Kang dynasty. That's how connected the, this show is. Um, forget about the five and a half episodes of own story, which I love own story stuff, like singular own story stuff. Now we have... Uh, this really important break point where, you know, bunch of Kangs on the way, mate. Oh, bunch so of Kangs. <laughs> that's that's the end game that we, we're at. We're, we're at Secret Wars and, and Kang, and this is so connected. Mm-hmm. You, you, you can argue the point against some of the shows like Moon Knight and Shang-Chi not connecting yet. And I, mean, I, and I, I, do, I do understand your points of view for sure. It's okay. <laughs> We've got loads of little points of convergence coming. Like the, uh, most of the TV shows are, are converging to uh, the Thunderbolts movie. Um, we, they're introducing all these Thunderbolts in these yes. other shows, which does detract from the main character of those shows. I'm not. I'm not saying that that's not a, that's a good thing, but there are they all are connected in some way, and I don't want them to be. You must watch all of these things to get the the story of the show and the movie. But I, I like them to have a little bit of connectivity, and I think that's what we've got. I, uh, Captain America had the Tesseract, or was it, it was the Tesseract? It was, it was the Tesseract, yeah, 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 yeah. Captain Marvel, uh, uh, like you know, all it the was... power stones that turned yeah. up in in certain certain ways in those first bunch of t- movies, but you. you we didn't know that they were actually connected until it came out. Much later, on. Much yeah. later. Mm-hmm. Oh, some of us knew. Well, yes, of course. But yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> I didn't <laughs> explicitly tell you that it was. Mm-hmm. And but it, in general, it was like, oh, okay, it's all connected. Yeah. They're doing the exact same thing. So I'm like, whenever I see this argument, I'm sorry, guys. I'm like, just wait. It's not true. That's fine. Yeah. Just not true. I do think the main thing like, is just that this in the amount of content coming out in between phases one to three and then four and five, it's just so much more that so if, much even more. if we would have felt that problem one thing when we didn't, you just feel it a bit more because there's so more of it. Yeah. And we know yeah. that there is going to be the whole like, yeah. hey, now everything's connected. You know, here's all these other things. We know that's going to happen. I'm not to, to for sure not denying that. It's like um, so many, you can only be blue bolt so many times in a year. It's, yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's score uh, the entire season uh, on a scale of 1 to 10.
let's hear from Erica first. Yeah, with uh, with everything we've talked about, everything at all, uh, the finale and the whole season just sat right with me. Despite its issues with Sylvie and other things, everything just settled really well with me and I wasn't mad about it. I would give it probably a solid 8 out of 10. It was it was absolutely fantastic. Cool, 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 cool. Ian? Yeah, I'm with you. Eight, 8 out of 10 is probably where I'm, I'm sat. The, the lull in the middle probably not marks it down. The, end, the start and the end were highlights for me. Um, all that stuff in Chicago, like um, Renslayer and Miss Minutes, seemed like a really bad distraction for me. Fair, fair, fair. Tom? Before last episode, I was at 7, purely based off that scene with He Who Remains and Loki. And the very ending, I, I also go with 8. There was, there was enough that I was just was like a lot a few times where I was like, nah, but then those there was enough big moments for me where I was like, no, this is still good. All right. Then the salty one is coming in to yes. surprise everyone because I'm gonna give it a nine. Wow. Oh. This? That yeah. was not what I was expecting in the <laughs> no, I, I thought it was like six. I was or really close to giving it a nine, like super close. I'm giving it a nine only because of the the last episode. Because that episode is just perfection like on every level uh even if i don't like loki's ending i'm like i'm still it's probably one of the best episodes of of any tv show i got the last episode what would you give the rest of the season the rest of the season eight yeah, take, take eight seven okay. seven or eight something like that i didn't have a problem with episode three to be honest other than the creepy miss minutes either. scene it's like yeah, Okay, I don't know why we needed that, but sure. But uh, yeah, other than that, I I enjoyed every episode. Every episode was very entertaining and uh, and just well written on the character basis, except for Sylvie. But you know, we're past that. (laughs) We're letting that slide. We're talking about everything else. It doesn't sound Uh, like you're letting it slide there, Lily. You keep bringing it up. I'm just yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I still love Sophia. just to put that out there before oh, everyone is like, oh, I, you hate Sophia. No. It's because you know what we're doing? We are separating the actor from the character. Oh, that's wow. a crazy thought. Gosh, what yeah. a crazy yeah. thought that is. How crazy. does that Wild. even work? I don't yeah. even I mean, understand. We we just aren't as big brain as Erica. Like, I'm, yeah, yeah, exactly. The genius is here. So like, so yeah, I'm, I'm, it's a solid nine. So it's easily like if I have to rank all the TV shows they did, uh, I think for me personally, it's still WandaVision on the first base. I yeah. I really love WandaVision and I, I still love it a lot. Uh, and then Loki season two, right after. You know, I think yeah. I'm going to have to adjust my score thinking about it a bit more. I think I will have to agree with the 9 out of 10, especially the finale and comparing it to the other MCU shows because to me, WandaVision was a 10 out of 10. That was oh, one yeah. of the best things I've ever seen. Fucking and with this being so damn close to that, I got to agree with the 9 out of 10 for sure. See, I would have put, I got Moon Knight as my number one. Moon Knight was That's super fair. good. Moon Knight was That's... really good. good. Yeah, yeah, that was really But they good. drove the ball on the ending. Sorry. I still loved yeah. it, but like the ending was like, uh. It was a good <laughs> ending. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. It was. And this, and this one finally felt like, Okay, it we stepped onto the ending. yeah, we, we stepped onto the next level. Uh and then, you know, I I have to say it again because I think it's so underappreciated, but I love Hawkeye. I fucking love Hawkeye. So I'm like, that was right. seriously so it's, underrated. 
Yeah. Would you rewatch? Oh, it's getting towards the holidays. We probably should rewatch it. it you know? I, I will rewatch it. Get some Yelena in there. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Mac and cheese. Have a great yeah. night. To be to be honest, that that one scene where Clint talks about Ned for the first time. So sad. Fucking breaks my heart every time. Oh. It's just so. It's just such a beautifully written scene, and Jeremy Renner just nailed it every time when that was brought up i was like in tears every every single time so i'm i really liked hawkeye yeah i think uh, i have the date wrong but uh somebody correct me if i'm wrong but i think it's as of october 23rd tony and nat are officially dead in our timeline yes hmm. that that broke my heart yeah they lost yeah. them mm. well they might come Said back this. because you know. yeah you can never know yeah. They have variants, at least. They do? Yeah. Timey-wimey stuff. Yeah. Is that a Doctor Who reference? It is. I got no fucking clue. I just heard it one time. Oh. It is a time- timey-wimey. It was, timey- yeah, timey-wimey. I've never watched it, so I wouldn't know. Damn. Ian Shut up, Tom. We got to do, like, the conglomerate. <laughs> 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 Wait, do, do, we'll we'll set we'll set it up. Okay, so like I'll say how much, and then you can all okay. just go together. Okay, okay. It's be right. Right. go 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 go. Is it gonna be okay. shut up? That's gonna be the ending of this this episode. So, do which it one right. are we gonna go for? Fuck off. Um. Okay. You wanna go with fuck off? Yes. Okay. okay. I've never seen Doctor Who before. Fuck oh, off, Tom. Oh yeah, by the way, don't forget to like and subscribe and share this with your friends. Like, comment, and subscribe for more awesome like, content from Couch Soup. Oh my god, you are missing out. This is the what? This is the why. <laughs> this is the way. So if you subscribe right now, you, you gotta take out the, the why itself. This is that's uh, how you that's the key, taking out the, the why. This okay. is the why. The why. Close. Come over here and you like no oh, fucking come. I'm, sorry. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.